Hello, everybody. Dean Naughton here, trainer, coach, speaker, and podcaster. That's right. Hey, it's been a couple of weeks since I threw up a podcast, so uh, I wanted to get this one up to you today. Um, boy, first, I want to just say thank you so very much to everybody who's reached out, not only for the positive things about the podcast, but holy cow, my business has just exploded since the last uh, posting of the podcast. So uh, thank you so very much. If you are interested in coaching, in me coming to speak or do a training for you and your team, please continue to reach out. We are getting everybody booked. Um, One of our biggest ones that people are asking for is our goal setting class between now and the end of the year. So uh, we will be doing kind of a version of that here, but uh, definitely the workshop, the goal setting workshop is something that you need for you and your team. So Uh, continue to reach out. We will get you in the schedule. So thank you again so much for everybody on the positive feedback on the podcast and uh, for the overwhelming response for business. So thank you again. Also, just want to do a couple of quick shout outs. Um, uh, Number one, Dave, thanks for the text messages over the weekend reminding me that uh, it's time for another podcast. So thank you for that. And then, of course, the biggest shout out is to my buddy Hunter, who is... uh, a beast, really a beast. He is the greatest kid uh, out there. He's uh, 18 years old, and uh, man, I tell you what, highest caliber I can think of. And so we wish him the best uh, today as he embarks on his new journey. So uh, last time we spoke, um, we talked about the crazy stupid theory. Just a quick reiteration of what that is. Crazy stupid theory says this: that me as a man tries to find someone. Uh, female that uh, is the least crazy for my level of stupidity and that women run around searching for men who will put up with their level of crazy that is the least stupid. It's kind of a backwards way of saying that we all need to be better. (laughs) Not in a condescending way, not in a negative way, but this is a way that we put it together years ago. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, jump on the last podcast and we'll explain it all much better than that. But uh, it's a fun way to understand, hey, you know what? I need to get me under control. Jim Rohn said it best, right? I will take care of me for you if you take care of you for me. I think that's an amazing philosophy for the for the world to have. And um, and so today we're going to talk a little bit further into the Crazy Stupid Theory. We are getting a website set up. You can go check it out if you want, crazystupidtheory.com. It's hit and miss if it's working. We are working through that. Uh, we had a few domain issues and a few other things, but um, There's a quiz on there that walks you through the different areas of your life that you need to kind of have the reins on. Um, I read a really interesting article over the weekend about uh, self-restraint and how that is a, uh, and self-discipline, how that's a lost art in our world today. It was a very fascinating article. Anyway, um, and so today what we're going to talk about, and we've talked about it before, but I want to go a little bit deeper into it, is careers. Uh, Many of us have to make money. We are not trust fund babies, and so we have to go out there into the world and make some money to feed us and our families. And so uh, I want to talk a little about careers, because careers can make us a little crazy and definitely can make us a lot of stupid. And um, uh, as I've coached people over the years, it seems as though that there are four categories of people in their career, four categories. And so uh, I'm titling this one, Destiny or Dungeon, Your Career, right? Um, and, and so I want to go through these four categories real quick 
and share just some ideas about it. The first one, of course, is that we love what we do. We love what we do and who we do it with. That is probably the ultimate of all ultimates, right? I mean, if I could do a business with my sons, if they would allow me to, uh, you know, work in construction with them, but apparently I'm forbidden from power tools. But uh, uh, if we could all work together in a business, uh, some kind of business that we all enjoyed, that would be my ideal work environment. Those are the people that I love the most and we find something that I love to do. That would be end all of end alls. And hopefully you have something like that. The people that you work with should be not a drain to you, but uh, a build, a valuable part of your life that these people build you up, not tear you down. And so the first thing I want to focus on is the people that you work with, because that makes all the difference in the world. Even if you love what you do, um, if the people around you are toxic, it's going to change the way that you be. Let me explain. So when we're looking at an environment, right, there's all over the place, they say you are the, uh, the sum of the five people that you hang out with the most, right? Well, in our work environment, those are the people we hang out with the most. We'd like to say it's our family. We really would. But the reality is, is that we spend more waking hours with people uh, at work than we do with our families. And so find those five people and say, okay, my income should be about the same as all five of those combined divided by five. Um, my attitude, my belief systems, my work ethic, my self-discipline, my fill in the blank motivation will be the equivalent of the average of the five people that you hang out with. And so if that is true, and there has been tons and tons of evidence that that is true, then we need to make better choices on who we associate ourselves with. Now, over the years, I've had amazing business partners. I can rattle them off, and if they're listening, they know who they are. Love them dearly. And we've been business partners, and some have ended positively, and some have ended negatively. Um, And that's okay. That's okay. It's because we changed. We changed. When we became partners, we were of the same mindset, of the same motivation, of the same skill sets. But as we continue to learn and grow, it's okay to move on. And that took me probably, honestly, five or six years to realize that it's okay. And so I'm going to give you permission, no matter what age you are, it's okay to move on. It is. Um, Years ago, and hopefully he's listening in, an old client of mine I was coaching. It was during the crash of 2007, 2008. He was a real estate professional here in Phoenix, Arizona. And let me tell you, it was rough. It was rough. And he didn't have any money. And so we did his goals. We prioritized his goals for him, which again, we'll talk about that later. But we worked on his goals and we found out his number one goal was to date his wife, to spend time, quality time with his wife. The challenge was, is to date your wife, you actually usually have to spend some money. Not a lot. Hey, I went to college, man. I can do a date on like three to five dollars, but now I don't do that unless it's for fun, right? So there's got to be some funds coming in the door. So I said, okay, you want to date your wife? Let's get you some money. And so we worked and worked and worked and tried to get business to pop for him. And it didn't, it didn't. And he had continued to grow and improve himself. And lo and behold, we had decided as um, working together in a partnership for him that it was time for him to move on. 
and he went and got a job with an amazing company. And to this day, he still works in that field and has succeeded well beyond the expectations I'm certain that he thought of when he thought it was just giving up in real estate and going to another profession. Not true. Not true. He moved on. And so have the, I don't know what the right word is, have the nerve to say, you know what, it's time to move on. So ideally career-wise, I love what I do and I love who I work with. If that is the truth, stay enjoy, thrive, grow with them, become more like them and they become more like you and all of you become better together. The second part of that, of course, is loving what you do. And that's where the destiny in the dungeon comes in, right? Is this something that you love to do? Do you wake up in the morning and jump out of bed and go, holy cow, I'm doing this and I can't wait to do it. I hope that's true. I hope that's true. Um, some of us go, yeah, this is a good, this is a good career. This is a good one. Yep. I'm going to put in my 20, 30, 40 years, and then I'm going to retire. And that again is okay. I have a good friend of mine who just got on with Boeing over the last couple of months. And what a great company that is not a plug for Boeing. Although if you want to sponsor the podcast, I'm I'm more than willing to take funds, but Boeing is a great company, right? When I met him 20 years ago, has it been 20? Almost 20 years ago, we never would have thought he'd be working at Boeing right now. And now he's like, look, I'm good. I'll be here for 20 years, 30 years. I'll retire and life is good. Good for him because now he found something that he loves to do and he loves the people that he works with. So congratulations on that one. Now, some of us, me included, jump into careers because it's the path of least resistance, Right. I went to college, was able to put myself through college with real estate, which is an excellent way to do it because of the flexibility of the schedule. You're able to to get a college degree and be able to feed your family. And that is a wonderful privilege. And when I got out of college, um, I got out on the fastest degree I could. And that wasn't necessarily the right degree. It's been a valuable degree. Don't get me wrong. And I'm glad I got it. But we were going to go on and get further degrees. And we opted out and went right into the workforce. And it has been a great career. But now as I look back over the last 27 years, I realize, you know what? I wanted to do something different. And so we're making changes, right? Here's a podcast. Here's standing up and speaking in front of people. Here's doing trainings and things that I've been doing uh, as a way to generate business in the real estate industry. Um, But now we're doing it more on a full-time basis. And so great. And we're learning and growing in totally different ways than trying to figure out if the curtains go with this house or what your interest rate is on a loan. So I'm excited again, right? Because I'm finding that destiny, not necessarily, wasn't necessarily a dungeon because I love the people I worked with, but I wasn't really, really passionate about uh, real estate. I was passionate about people. And the coolest thing is, is real estate is so full of people that it fed that need, fed that need for that destiny for quite a few years. And now we're taking it to a much bigger scale. So ideally in your career, you love what you do and you love who you're with. Now, of course, the second category of people is that you love what you do, but you don't love those people that you're with. Wrong company, wrong business, wrong environment. Could be just the wrong environment, which is simple as just moving a location, right? I have, wow, over the years, I have changed offices a lot. I've changed crews, groups. Um, I've changed, I've changed the position of my desk in an office to make it more amenable to what would make me successful. All of those are possible, right? It's being able to be around people that you enjoy. We talked about that. But if you love what you do and you don't love who you're with, then you need to start sending out your resumes. 
an old buddy of mine, an old salesperson buddy of mine. Oh my gosh. And we have definitely known each other for over 20 years. Um, he used to send out 10 resumes every month. He was happy with his job. He's happy with his career. As a matter of fact, he's made an entire career in the telecom industry. But he sent out 10 resumes because he always wanted to see if there was a better environment for him to grow in. Wow. Wow. So big shout out to him for teaching me that it's okay. It's okay to seek better. It's always okay to seek better. So category number two, love what I do. Don't really love who I work with. What does that mean? I just change my environment. Don't have a whole bunch of emotion on it. Don't get a whole wrapped up in it. Don't make yourself sick over it. It's just, I need to change my environment. Um, that reminds me of an old friend of mine in the real estate industry. He said, my business is flat. Every time my business is flat, if I change offices, my business bounces. And sure enough, he changed offices and his business exploded. Is that okay? It absolutely is okay because you're in charge of your life. Don't feel guilted into staying where you don't belong. Don't. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. We don't need that kind of stress on us mentally, emotionally, physically. It starts manifesting itself in all kinds of ways. So get out of where you don't belong, all right? If you love what you do, but you don't love where you're at, get out of there. Go do what you love with the right people and start searching today. The third category, I guess, is that we love who we work with, but we don't love what we do. That's what I did for years and years. I did it for years. I love the people that I work with. Oh my gosh, I could run down the list of the most amazing people. I've, I, Just the most stellar people that I've learned from over and over and over again. And I'm grateful for those experiences because I love those people. At one time we had um, about 285 people in our office, in our company. And I tell you what, I honestly can say I loved them. I love them. And even to this day, I miss the camaraderie, the growth, the joy of that Camelot experience. And, um, uh, and so I loved who I was with. I just didn't necessarily love what I was doing. And so if that's the case, then you need to start searching. And I was too intimidated to start searching. I'd been in the real estate industry for years and years and years and years, and it's just easier to stay, right? But it wasn't healthy for me because it's not what I wanted to do, just the people I was with I loved tremendously. And so over the last few years, I've been making a shift. And as you can tell from this podcast, the shifts are coming a lot faster than I can uh, keep up with some days. So that's awesome. Um, the next thing that I would say in that if you love who you're with, but you don't love what you do, is also look around the company. There could be job opportunities right there where you're at with the people that you love. There could be a difference, right? A promotion. If it's a promotion, go to your manager and say, hey, I want, I want this promotion. What do I need to do and who do I need to become to get that promotion or transfer to another department or whatever? Um, I Years ago, I hired this gentleman, an amazing, amazing young man. Um, still to this day, I'm in awe how smart he is. Just unbelievable. His name is Michael. And, um, I hired him to be an assistant and he was phenomenal, a phenomenal assistant. But in time he grew out of that so fast because he was so smart and so talented that, um, but he loved what he was doing. He loved working in the mortgage industry. And so we transferred him over and he got into a position uh, where he is an underwriter and he is phenomenal. My gosh, I still miss him with my tax returns. <laughs> so he is a phenomenal individual, loved who he was with, found 
what he loved to do, and he has excelled ever since. So um, if you love who you're with, but you don't love what you do, you can find something within the organization a lot of times that will help you stay with the people that you love and give you more fulfillment. Now, um, the fourth category, of course, is you don't love what you do and you don't love who you're working with. You'd, it's a toxic environment with a toxic career. That is the recipe for disaster. It, it so is the recipe for disaster. We never think of it that way, but that's the truth. It's a recipe for disaster. If we don't love what we're doing and we don't love who we're doing it with, we're never going to be able to be happy. Remember, you are the sum of the five people around you. And if that is the work people that are around you and you are not happy, they can't be that happy either. Think about it because you're influencing them just as much as they are influencing you. And so you need to make a change. I'm sorry, you need to make a change. Years and years ago, uh, we were coaching with this lady. Oh my gosh, I still, to this day, I smile. So we're sitting there in a group coaching environment and this woman says, you know what? I don't love real estate. I said, great. What do you want to do? She goes, I don't know, but I know this. My grandchildren are in another state and all I can think of is every time I go visit them. And when I come home, I'm planning on the next trip to go visit them. And I said, "Mm, that sounds like you need to be with who you want to be with. And so within six weeks, she had her U-Haul loaded and she was moving to the state where her grandchildren were. And she's never regretted it since. And so hats off to her for having the courage to go do what she wants to do and be who she wants to be with. So have the courage to make the change. If it's a bad environment or a bad decision on a, on a career, it's okay. You can switch. There are so many different careers out there. So when you look at people who don't like what they do and don't like who they're with, what kind of people are they? They're negative. They're toxic. And I'm going to tell you, here's what happens. And as I've, I've learned and grown over the last couple of years, here's what I know. People are unhappy with where they work and who they work with. One of the, one of the sure signs is sickness. Absolutely sickness. But not just sick. Like we're talking like autoimmune diseases. We're talking about all different kinds of things. Uh, chronic illnesses are happening all the time because people don't love what they do or who they're, who they're working with. And so take the time to make better decisions on who you want to work with. Does that make sense? All right. Now, as we finish up this podcast, there we go. As we finish up this podcast, um, I want to share just a couple of ideas with you, right? Um, Be brave enough to do what you want to do. Now, does that mean that the career that we have to have is our passion? Not necessarily. A wise man once told my son, I'm sitting in the room and I'm trying to encourage my son to go to school. And, and one of my best friends said, look, you don't necessarily have to love what you do for a living, but you have one of two choices. Number one, you love what you do and you don't care about the money. Or if there's something that you love to do that needs money, then find something that will fund what you love to do. So think about that. You don't necessarily have to be super passionate about what you do, but if what you do feeds your passion because it finances it, whether it's traveling the world, whether it's um, taking care of a nonprofit organization or taking care of your family, 
doesn't have to be something that you wake up and come running to work every day for, but it has to be something that you enjoy and you have to enjoy the people you're with. So take the time to look at your career. What do you really want to be doing? What changes do you need to make to make that the best environment and the best career choice for you? Have a great day, everybody. I look forward to sending you another one of these podcasts. Um, Yeah, we're going to keep talking about the crazy, stupid theory as we get to, um, yeah, get this to you as fast as we can, because now we have new content we want to send out to you as well. So let's get this one taken care of. Crazy, stupid theory. Episode two is a wrap. Have a great day, everybody.